Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Stand Up Tragedy Spotlight. My name is Dave and I'll be your host. In episode two we're going to focus on Richard Tyrone Jones who performed an extract of his one-man show Richard Tyrone Jones Has a Big Heart at the last of the stand-up tragedy shows that we did at the Leicester Square Theatre. Richard's taking that show up to Edinburgh this year and you can see it for free. It's going to be at the Banshee Labyrinth in the cinema room every day from the 4th till the 12th of August at 6pm. He's also comparing Atanori at the Royal Oak on the 4th of August at midday, which will feature both Superbard and James McKay, who've also been at Stand Up Tragedy and are both really excellent. And also, special mention to Lucy Ayrton, who I haven't had at Stand Up Tragedy yet, but I really hope to have in the future. Richard Tyrone Jones is doing loads of other things up at Edinburgh, so the best ways to find out about them are probably to either follow him on Twitter, which is at RTJPoet, or go along to his website, www.richardtyronejones.com, and check out all of that stuff. Before we go on with the show, just one quick last thing to say. I'm still looking for someone to put together a theme tune for these spotlights. I'm sure I'll get round to it eventually, but I'm very busy at the moment. So if you're a musician and you're listening to this, please feel free to put something together for me. Just a short piece of music, catchy, you know, a theme tune type thing, and I will promote the hell out of you. And that's all I can offer you, unfortunately. But you know, it's getting your music out there. It's a challenge to make a little theme tune, isn't it? I like that challenge. I've done that challenge before. It's quite a hard challenge though, that's why it's challenging and it takes a long time to put together a piece of music, as you yourself know. So if you've got a little bit more time than me, please put something together and send it along to me at upstandingtragedy at gmail.com. Until then, we'll just have to have this piece of music that's playing behind me. But I'd really like a kind of short, sharp, theme tune thing, around 40 seconds, could be longer if you like although I may fade it down if it is. Ideally, it should have lyrics along the lines of stand-up tragedy spotlight, let's focus on the tragedy. Just short, simple lyrics. Short and simple, unlike this introduction, but never mind. Even if you don't have time to arrange or write a melody, you've just got a good piece of music, just send that along to me and I'll improvise a melody over it and hopefully that will be good enough. I'd really like to have a really nice theme these stand-up tragedy spotlights anyway enough about that go and see richard tyrone jones he's really excellent as you're just about to hear as we get on with the show now let's welcome to the stage the man who runs utter spoken word events and is the director of spoken word at the edinburgh free fringe poet raconteur and ginger representative richard tyrone jones performing an extract from his excellent one-man show, Richard Tyrone Jones has a big heart. Give him a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you, Tragedy. My name is Richard Tyrone Jones, and in case any of you are wondering, Hayley is not my sister. <laughs> uh, I am a poet 
And as if uh, being a poet and ginger wasn't social disadvantage enough, <laughs> I also have chronic heart failure. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. You're probably thinking, Richard, you're far too young and dashing to have heart failure. Oh, you must be late 20s. Oh, no, um, but that's what I thought. Um, and that was partly the problem, you see. I was labouring under the misapprehension that heart failure, that only affects really old people, like 40 or 50 year olds. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it wasn't as if uh, my body hadn't been giving me uh, a few hints uh, for months. Uh, for example, the uh, fainting fits, worthy of the heroine of an Edwardian novel, and uh, my corset wasn't even done at that time. <laughs> uh, the uh, migraines, uh, with such intensity that the Met Office was actually thinking about beginning to name them, and uh, the phlegm, ah, the phlegm, how to do justice to its frothy richness. Well, let's just say that every time I <coughs> hawked some of it up, I was reminded, it's been ages since I've had a McDonald's milkshake. <laughs> uh, and what was it that could have caused the most vital organ in my body to rebel? So the second most vital <laughs> organ in my body to rebel against me like a cardiac libya. Could it have been my pre-existing uh, atrial fibrillation, basically a, a regularly irregular, essentially a bebop heartbeat? No, couldn't have been that. My GP had told me to uh, just uh, cut down on the caffeine and uh, take aspirin regularly, which I was doing when I remembered. Uh, could it have been my experimental sampling of the now-banned industrial plant food stimulant methadrone, also known as Meow Meow. Nah, it couldn't have been that. I was always careful only to ingest just enough to annoy the Daily Mail. And no more. Uh, could it have been the fact that to mark my 30th birthday, uh, one month before I was hospitalised, I actually held my own mock funeral, with me lying motionless in a coffin throughout, flanked on either side by women in black holding aloft fatherless ginger children <laughs> with hymns, tributes from friends, flowers, and a surprisingly convincing vicar. No, it turns out that I just wasn't drinking enough. Uh, <laughs> but, um, they didn't realise uh, what was wrong with me uh, until uh, I eventually had uh, an echocardiogram. Has anybody in the room had an echocardiogram? Ah, there we go. I hope it um, came out, you know, okay. Um, same, same thing. You have the same thing? Oh my goodness. Well, don't, don't give anybody any spoilers. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I had an echocardiogram. It's quite an intimate experience. Somewhat homoerotic, depending on who does it, obviously. Um, somehow religious, because it was the first time that I'd ever looked inside my own body, and definitely reminiscent of the 1986 Dennis Quaid film, Inner Space. <laughs> so here's a poem about it. Echo. Strong black hands in thin white gloves grease my chest and apply the probe. Like gazing down into a modernist cathedral. From the atrial vaults we see the flapping tapestries of the mitral valves like spastic butterflies or the clapping of white baptists who can't quite keep in time. <laughs> we descend to the floor of this bloody transept, our view screen that of a bathosphere trip, nine fathoms deep into your own corpus. Track left, enhance, I imagine Dante in a submarine 
battling an exo-suited henchman. The soundtrack. A wobble board, digitised, a, a clashing red blood cell tied. Was that a cross on the wall? An elder priest walks in and advises, I take a look at that again. It's no cross, more like a puckered anus blowing us a kiss. A roadblock, a crater, a heart attack in training, a stroke gestating in my mind's ear. I hear the guy whisper, blood clot. <laughs> it's a grainy picture, but it's black and white. I won't be going to that party tonight. Of course, the echocardiographer didn't really whisper blood clot. <laughs> that would have been incredibly uh, unprofessional, not to mention racially stereotypical <laughs> as well. Uh, but I, I, I did next see uh, a rather effete doctor who seemed to enjoy kind of comfortably patting my leg just a bit too much. Perhaps he was just trying to distract my attention away from the fact that he was telling me that, yes, I had this clot uh, inside my atrium which could break off and cause a heart attack or a stroke elsewhere in my body and that I'd have to be admitted. I thought, this is going to be the worst health news that I'm going to have for a very long time. That will teach me. Because he then went on to describe how my heart had also become dilated, stretched by just two centimetres, but your heart is only actually the size of a fist anyway. The fist and my centre was unclenching. And so, into hospital and uh, put on uh, lots of enzyme inhibitors, put on lots of enzyme inhibitors, which uh, affect your ability to speak, and um, uh, beta blockers to hopefully kind of calm your heart down and stop it from uh, damaging itself. But, um, uh, oh yeah, so many fond hospital memories to share with you. Uh, guys in the audience, if any of you think that, uh, if any of you have seen Carry On Doctor and think that uh, being so weak uh, that you actually have to pass your motions into what's essentially a papier-mâché hat uh, and then have your uh, posterior attended to by a nurse, uh, no matter how buxom she is, and she was very buxom, if you think that that is in any way an erotic experience, <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> Especially when the nurse in question doesn't actually do that thorough a job of uh, cleansing your anal cleft of the uh, by now, frankly, orange, a wet cement-like akimumu. That's, that's the correct scientific term for diarrhea, akimumu. Uh, and uh, here's another tip, um, saying to that nurse, as she uh, attends to your posterior, oh, some guys would probably get off on something like this, but not me, I can assure you. It's probably not going to reassure her to be quite honest. Um, but despite um, all of these problems, uh, I was beginning to feel slightly better. Uh, that was until they made the mistake of uh, sending in an incongruously foxy uh, Italian-American medical student uh, to take my case history. Uh, well, you can guess what happened when I tell you that the uh, title of this poem uh, is Heartstopper. The wards, tourniquets, sport smiling cartoon Draculas. All night, old men's alarms have burst my dreams. A med student, red-nailed, raven-haired, immaculate. 
asks so many questions, it's like she wants to date me. She reads my wrist with slow, sharp clawed precision, then joins the rounds. If I were well, I'd love to rip her skirt off. And at that thought, dark lightning strikes my chest. <laughs> Sweat drenched, I pour for oxygen. Panic button, it's like my plug's been pulled. Good timing. <laughs> And that is made me slightly forget what came next. Uh, it's like... Oh, hang on. I'll start that again. It's only two minutes anyway. Right. The ward's tourniquets sport smiling cartoon Draculas. All night's old men's alarms have burst my dreams. A med student, red-nailed, raven-haired, immaculate, asks so many questions it's like she wants to date me. She reads my wrist with slow, sharp-clawed precision, then joins the rounds. If I were well, I'd love to rip her skirt off. And at that thought, dark lightning strikes my chest. Sweat drenched, I pour for oxygen. Panic button, it's like my plug's been pulled. Breath fades so fast, I whimper. Mom, I love you with my last... But the heart monitor nurse bursts in, rips back the curtain, shouts out, he's had a gap! The rest dash back, ask the student, can you get his shirt off? She panics, how? They just cut it, like on television. I'm flailing, failing, they're about to defibrillate me. Clear, but two docs have already stabbed in cannulas. Adrenaline stakes slow paths through my bloodstream. I'm alive, but empty, trembling, vasovascular. Well, the good thing about that episode was that uh, they gave me my own room to recover in, <laughs> shaking like a hostage. Uh, the bad thing about that experience was that, uh, well, for, for, the, for the purposes of writing a solo show about it anyway, my heart hadn't actually stopped. Uh, it just slowed down a lot in between beats. Uh, so I'm not sure if that means that I do get to boast, yeah, I almost died, or just, yeah, I almost, almost died. Uh, but either way, let me tell you that uh, four seconds... It's a long time when you're waiting for your heart to start beating again. Uh, and, um, oh, well, uh, yes, the, it turns out that the T-shirt that I was wearing that got cut up was won by a similarly morbid performance artist friend of mine uh, called Charlotte Young. And uh, for ages I've been wondering what to put uh, in the gaps on this T-shirt that would be witty and do justice to it. Uh, but luckily my near-near-death experience solved that problem. And now, like a poem in itself, it reads... Uh, my heart almost died of dilated cardiomyopathy, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt cut up by the crash team. Uh, so um, I'm doing a preview of my show, Richard Tyron Jones's Big Heart, at the very hospital that saved my life, the Royal Free, on Friday the 15th of June at 4pm. Uh, so it's 4pm, it's during working hours, so uh, please do take a flyer off me if you can make it. Uh, remember that if you tell your boss that you've got a hospital appointment, it's technically <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, if you can't make that one, I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe, or I've got a book for sale uh, for a fiver. It's two years old, but I'm not giving them away. I've, I've been Richard Tyrone Jones, and hope to be for as long as the battery in my pacemaker lasts out at least. Cheers.